This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro. So oftentimes when we think about taxes, we're always looking behind. We're always looking at what we did before instead of looking at what we could be doing moving forward and and maybe what options we may have for saving a little bit of money as we go along. So today on the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast, we wanted to talk a little bit about taxes. I mean, we're, we're, we're coming up on tax filing day and it seems like uh, there's a lot going on in the world and we kind of forget that, you know, we kind of have to tend to our garden back at home for a little while. So wanted to welcome you to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro. I've got with me, as always, Mr. Tony Shore. Uh, this show is all about helping the people of Ohio better understand not only how to manage their financial wealth, but also their mental wealth and their physical health and wealth as well, too. So oftentimes you hear all these numbers and you hear these things uh, like, you know, we've talked about it before, but you need a a million dollars to retire or some claim like that. Well, that's a national average. What does it look like in the state of Ohio? So we always try and draw it back to, okay, well, here's here's an issue. How does that issue stand and rank in the state of Ohio? So we're also going to take a moment today to look at how tax-friendly re- Ohio is for retirees. Uh, also, just their tax structure overall. Talk a little bit about some of the tax breaks that people may be overlooking or some tax options, at least, that you may be overlooking. Uh, and then wrap it up a little bit. Uh, one of the things that people do for uh, giving or, or for uh, tax deductions is giving to charity. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that and some of the ways that you can use that to benefit you on your taxes as well. But to put it in concept, context for everybody, uh, this show really is here to help you better understand uh, not only how to manage your financial health uh, overall and your financial well-being, um, you have to put things in perspective. So the way I like to do it, and the best way I think we've summarized it in the past is uh, for those retirees out there, you've grown, you've saved your money, you've worked for a long time, and, you know, we're really trying to figure out how to keep our money, right? Uh, Most people can save it, but at the same time, if you don't spend your money properly in retirement, a lot of times you find extra taxes or extra things that you have to pay that you weren't counting on. And it's those kind of surprises that can be very, very expensive in retirement. Uh, Next to food and healthcare, I would say taxes are probably the next biggest expense for most retirees out there. So you have to think about it and understand that it is a big cost, but if you uh, you know put a little elbow grease in, do a little bit of work, you can normally save a little bit of money in there. So, Tony, are you you ready to? Uh, are you already got your taxes done? You still got a file? Where, where where are you at, my friend? Well, I will say this: uh, it's funny because on the way in this morning to the studio, I dropped my all my tax information off with uh, the tax preparer. Um, mm-hmm. So, and of course, it's for my wife and I, but also. 
we have uh, an eight, well, a nineteen-year-old in college and a twenty-two-year-old oh. that's in grad school, and uh, we have to help them as well. So I'm having him do theirs in, in conjunction with ours. So uh, that's an interesting one. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, that's always makes it a little more interesting, and they're excited about maybe getting a return. But I've explained to them, hey, getting a tax return isn't always the best thing getting a refund because you want to pay in just enough right well yeah and that, that was something uh, even like with my employees when we hire a new person they don't always come in understanding investment taxes things like that some people need to be trained uh and i, I try and help them out because a lot of times we'll, we'll look at their taxes and it's like man you're, you you know that that refund that you're getting you, you probably don't want that you know if you're getting three four thousand dollars in a refund uh, that means that you're withholding way too much taxes from your check and you're actually hurting yourself uh, in, in in the present time you could have an extra two or three hundred dollars a month and, and in some months that that can be very very helpful but even if you're not needing that money, you can be saving it, you can be investing it, you can be paying off a debt earlier with that money and not have to pay the interest on that debt anymore as well too. So uh, the, the the better you can manage your taxes, uh, the you know it, it really puts you in a stronger position. So when, when I have young people that we're starting off with, first we kind of teach them a little bit about budgeting, how to make sure that you're not spending more than you should be and how to make sure you're still saving while enjoying life as you, you know, progress through life, right? Because right. we all got to have a little fun, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, what, what's the point if we're not having at least a little bit of fun while we're going along? So, but once you get a handle on your budget, then you can start figuring out your taxes and how to keep more money in your pocket and maximize the amount of money you have in your pocket. Because if you can do that, then you should have extra money for saving and for investing as well, too. So mastering those two skills is very important in the in the beginning. Then you can start looking at what are the best options for growing my money, what products make sense and suit my needs better and all that. But too many people start with the third step and overlook the first two steps. Uh, and you want to build a solid foundation, then you know building your budgeting skills and understanding taxes a little bit better is going to help you tremendously along the way, especially when it comes to later in life. So we, we, we've used this analogy before, Tony, but you know when it comes to taxes and, and retirement, the, the name of the game that you are playing is called, are you smarter than the federal government? Okay. <laughs> plain and simple. Um, <clears throat> and most people believe they are smarter than the federal government. Okay. Well, on some things you may be smarter, but when it comes to money, most people don't put the energy into learning about money that the government does. I'll just say uh, with it and uh, the effort that the government puts into it. And the government understands that they have loaned you money in your 401k and your IRA, and that ultimately you do owe them money back in the form of taxes when you spend that money. So if you don't learn how to play the game, you could end up paying back the government way more in taxes than you ever imagined. So it's good to be taking a look at what deductions are out there, what options you have uh, to take advantage of to make your taxes more efficient. And I say that very, very carefully because it's not about making your taxes go to zero, okay? Uh, in the end, you want that, don't get me wrong, but year over year, 
if you focus too much on making every year go to zero, uh, just like any debt, it means that if your taxes are zero every year, you're probably borrowing a lot of money from the government in form of tax deferral, where you're putting extra money in your 401ks or your IRAs saying that, I'll, I'll pay you that money later, Uncle Sam. I don't want to pay you that $1,000 or $2,000 this year. I want to pay it to you later. So the more you do that, the bigger the problem becomes. Now, the, well, yeah. The, the, yeah. So the, the big problem is this. So when you retire and you're a, you know, say you're both retired and you're a married couple, um, you have the ability to make over $105,000 worth of income in the year and you would still be in the 12% tax bracket where you're not paying more than 12% on any $1 in there on a federal level, okay? At least from an income tax perspective. So you can make a lot of money in retirement and pay little taxes. That's a good system for you, mm -hmm. right? And most people take advantage of yeah. it. The, the thing that they overlook though is that what happens when one of them passes away, all right? Now you no longer get to file as a married couple. You have to file as an individual. Mm. And an individual gets out of 12% when they cross 54,000. So, and this is approximate numbers, everybody, but approximately 54,000. So everything above 54,000 they make, they're paying 22% on instead of 12% on. That is a massive jump in there. And you cross that line much, much earlier in income. So if there's pensions, there's social security that could be taxable, uh, any IRA distributions you make. And, and when you're 72, you're forced to make IRA distributions. So a lot of times what I see with people who don't plan properly for tax efficiency is they delay taxes all their life and then when one of them passes away and the survivor has to start spending the money, that person spends way more taxes than what they would have been before. So the tax bill goes up on the survivor. So I, I used to do this example back when we did more dinner workshops, but um, <clears throat> I'd have everybody raise their hand, like who's married in the audience, and then who's been married more than 10 years, keep your hands up, 20 years, and find the couple that had been married the longest, and um, go back and ask the wife, you know, hey, do you, do you remember that first date? And sometimes yes, sometimes no, and I say, okay, well, you know, do you, what would have happened at the end of that date? Let's say you had a good night. They took you out to dinner. You had a good time. At the end of the night, he had said, hey, I need to run to the restroom. I'll be right back. And then he never came back. And he sucked you with the bill. Oh. Right? Would, would, would he have gotten a second date? No. You know? Ghosted you. No. He ghosted you. Ghosted. Gone. Yeah. 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 You, you, don't, you don't follow up with that person, no. right? So, but that's what ends up happening with taxes is while you're married, while you're together, you have all kinds of opportunities to take advantage of tax planning and you don't do it. And then when one of you passes away, the surviving spouse ends up paying a lot more taxes. And then what ends up happening after that is they don't, a lot of times they don't burn through the money. Uh, with the new rules that are out there, uh, it used to be your kids could stretch the money out that they inherited over many years and pay less taxes on it that way. Now your kids have to spend all that inherited IRA money within 10 years and pay the taxes on it. So no matter what this tax bill is due, you owe the government money inside your IRA and 401k. You can choose to pay it when you're married and retired, when you have some of the biggest tax advantages out there. You can wait till after one of you dies and pay a higher rate, or you can leave it to your kids and see what rates they're going to be paying. But the question I always ask people there is, well, how old are your kids and how old are they going to be when you pass away? 
Are, are they going to be in their highest earning years of their lifetime where they could be paying 20 or 30%? In which case, getting it at a 12 is kind of a deal right now as well, too. So you have to look at all those opportunities and look at it. This is why tax planning is so important for people. And no, I'm not a, a CPA or anything. I, I work with several CPAs. I network with them. I ask all kinds of questions. But as a financial professional, I have to understand these things and understand the consequences of some of the decisions when people call me and say, hey, I need $20,000. Uh, I want to buy that camper that I wanted to go by, or we're planning a, the 50th wedding anniversary, or we wanted to take the whole family to Disney or something like that. Those big trips, they can end up costing you several thousand dollars because not only are you paying the taxes on them, you may be paying the taxes on your social security, extra taxes on that because of it. You could be causing your capital gains to be taxed at a higher rate as well too. There are all kinds of booby traps that the government has laid around you. So as you try and spend this money that you've borrowed from them, ultimately they can get a higher interest rate off of you. Okay, that, that that's as simple as I can make it for you out there, folks. But we're going to come back in just a little while. Before we do, I want to mention that... Uh, you know, this, this show, if you're listening on the radio, we come on on uh, at 93.5. It comes on Saturday mornings at 7.30 and Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Uh, both times, uh, you know, it's the same show that comes on. However, we also have the podcast version of this show. So those who listen on the radio get part most of the show, but we always leave a little bit of extra bonus room at the end for our podcast listeners out there as well, too. Uh, ultimately, like I say, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in the state of Ohio with taxes. We also have some of these overlooked tax breaks that we're looking at as well, too. We'll get back to all of that in just a moment. But if you're someone who's out there and they're thinking about retiring in the next three to five years, this is the time to start putting your plan together. This is the time to start building and figuring out what tax advantages you have. There are a lot of people who are saving in their 401ks right now in their traditional IRAs, and they're saving at a 12% rate, but yet when they retire, they're going to be spending that money at an 18% rate. Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about that happens when we come back from the second segment, uh, but we'll be back in just a few moments with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? A corner? A side piece? I would argue that the most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box. And the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Dodaro from Prison Wealth Management would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 330-804-0123 or visit his website at wealthofohio.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Robert Dodaro. And Robert, uh, great show so far. Now, uh, all of this talk makes me think that people out there shouldn't be trying to manage this and navigate it all on their own. You need to work with a financial services professional like yourself. And for our listeners today, I know you have a special offer, a, a report you can mm -hmm. run for them. They can set up a no-cost, no-obligation consultation uh, to get a second opinion on where they're at, or maybe they need a first opinion uh, on a plan for retirement and for investing. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is technology and the reports that we can run, the the questions that we can help you answer along the way of, should I be delaying Social Security? Should I take it when I retire? What are the pros and cons? Uh, what kind of taxes am I going to be looking at when I retire? How about this one? This is probably one you don't think of very often. 
how much taxes will I pay over the rest of my life? Right. Like, do you even want to know that number? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, right? I don't. You know, you don't, but we're going to tell you anyways, you because to, right? <laughs> it, it, knowledge is power yeah. and it's important. And when you see those numbers, you realize, oh, man, if I build a plan and it can save me this much money, there's value in there as well, too. So we wrap all these things up. There are five pillars in retirement planning. You have your income planning, your investment planning, your tax efficient strategies, healthcare planning and legacy planning. Each one of these is something that can potentially save you a tremendous amount of money in retirement uh, and in the end help you keep more money in your pocket, which is always the goal. We wrap this all up into what we call the clear retirement solution. It's our way of helping you understand where you stand today in terms of your ability to retire. How ready are you to retire right now? If your plan is to retire in three years, we'll help you paint the picture. You say you need $5,000 a month to live comfortably. Okay, here's here's your odds of success of generating that. Uh, if your score is really good, we'll, we'll actually go back in there and say, well, not only could you do five, but you could actually do six for the rest of your life if you really wanted to. Do you, do you wanna spend some extra money? It's, there, there's wiggle room. Uh, or if it's tight, we'll let you know like, hey, this, you're at max budget. You might need to work another year uh, in here as well too. You're, you're kind of tempting fate if you retire in three years. All of these are the things that we know people about to retire have the questions on their mind. These are the questions, the concerns they have. So the clear retirement solution there is to give you, like Tony said, a no cost, no obligation, overview and report of how your finances are. And it's not done in one appointment. So we usually get together, we get to know you, gather up your financial information. We need a couple weeks to run the reports that we run and to analyze it and really think about it. If someone looks at your stuff and gives you an answer to all these questions within five, 10 minutes, um, unless they have a computer in the back of their head, you know, or something along those lines, um, that that's a cause for concern, or at least that's a red flag in my book. These are complicated problems. They require thought and they require consideration, careful consideration before a decision is made. So we get back together a couple weeks later and let you know what we see. The good, the bad, the ugly. How do you stack up in terms of your ability to retire? What are some of the problems we see that could cost you some money in retirement if you don't develop a plan uh, from there? And then from there, it's a simple conversation of, okay, do we want to move forward together? Do you want us to build the plan to help you fix these things? Do you believe that we can look out for your best interest as we move forward. Uh, and then if we decide to work together, we work together. If we don't, you still get all the reports, you still get all the information, you're not obligated to anything, and it's not gonna cost you anything for those reports. It's about as fair as I can make it on everybody who comes in the door. And it's definitely, we do this because we want you to understand just how much work we do for you. Like, I think most people look at investment people or look at all advisors as if they are investment people, where all they're gonna do is throw you in a few mutual funds and never do anything again. No, wealth management is just about that. You need someone looking at all these different components of your plan because all of a sudden, if you take too much out of your IRA, you could be paying more in Medicare premiums. Uh, I have a lot of people, we talk about taxes today, right, Tony? The, uh, yeah. you know, people in the 12% bracket. So this is one reason why you kind of delay taking social security if you can for a little while at least is because if you retire and start drawing social security and start drawing from your 401k right away, because every dollar you withdraw from your IRA has the potential to make more of your Social Security's dollars taxable, a lot of times people, I look at it and I run the numbers for them, it's like, hey, even though you're in the 12% bracket, you're actually paying 18% right now on every dollar that you spend. Yikes. 
Well, so, and a lot of people, yeah. Robert, I want to jump in and say, I mm-hmm. bet a lot of our listeners didn't even realize that their Social Security was taxable. And mm-hmm. it is up yeah, to 85% in some cases of your Social Security can be taxed. So that's right. And you can always go to our website. It's my prismwealth.com. We have our events tab page over there. We do classes through nonprofit organizations on social security, on taxes and retirement. You can go to our events page at any time, check out those links. You can also go there and click the radio link. If you missed any part of the show or you want to hear it again, you can go there and check out past episodes as well too. Uh, For the podcast, we're actually available on uh, all major platforms, whether it's Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, you know, and if you are actually one of the listeners out there on Apple Podcasts, you know, or any of these uh, uh, options out there, feel free. Let us know what you think of the show. If there's a topic you want us to talk about, let us know. We, we like that input. We like that feedback as well, too. Uh, if, if doing the podcast thing isn't yours and you're listening on the radio and you want more information on these events, all you got to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. But I want to make sure we talk about some of these tax breaks we talked about as well, too. So uh, whether you realize it or not, Ohio for retirees is not a very tax-friendly state. We have state income tax uh, that can be almost 3%, in some cases as high as 4% uh, on your income as well, too. So when you combine state local taxes in the state of Ohio, oftentimes people are paying about an average of over 7.2% tax rate in Ohio. So... Um, Taxes are an important way in getting a break. And, yep. and those numbers come actually out of a Kiplinger article we found uh, about taxes and retirement and how all 50 states rank uh, with it as well. A lot of times we'll share these articles on Facebook, so you can check us out there as well, too. But, you know, another article we found in Kiplinger about overlooked tax breaks, they gave 10 of them. But I wanted to highlight four of them really quickly. So there's there there is bigger standard deductions so what is the standard deduction every person gets a tax write off right off the bat in the united states isn't that great you know we, <laughs> that, that, that's a great part about the country is that we're not going to tax you on so much of your money in the beginning but the bigger standard deduction applies for those over the age of 65. So let's go back to 2021. You're probably working on last year's taxes, so we'll keep it simple. Last year, an individual got a standard deduction of $12,550 on their taxes. So that means the first $12,550 you made, you did not have to pay taxes on. Uh, you can double it for a married couple, uh, $25,100 for a married couple. But If you are over the age of 65, you get an extra tax break. Mm. So if you're single and over the age of uh, uh, 65, you get an extra $1,700 off of your deduction in 2021. So now you're talking about the first $14,250 you make as a 65-year-old you don't pay taxes on. That's pretty sweet. Uh, this is what we mean when we say that, hey, the uh, the um, people with uh, that are in retirement can get tax. Or it's very tax friendly when you're a retiree, put it simple. If you're a couple, then you don't get $1,700 per, you get $1,350 per person. So, But that's still an extra $2,700 if you're a married couple over the age of 65. So there it's $27,000. as a married couple that you do not pay taxes on. That is fantastic. And that presents a lot of opportunities to be able to spend money without paying taxes. But 
the more you spend ultimately can drive social security into taxation. We talked about that as well. Um, so sometimes you're still working. Uh, some, some people, they, they find themselves working while drawing social security as well. Um, so if you're still working, or even if you're not on social security, don't forget that you do have spousal contribution options. So like my wife, she works from home. Well, technically she works for me, but it's very part-time, okay, <laughs> uh, with it as well. But, you know, Who's she stays home Who's working for who, the, really, though? Uh, yeah, I? oh no, she, she works way harder than I do. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna pretend like I'm the, the one who gets more done. So, but, you know, even though like when she was staying at home with when our kids were babies and taking care of them, uh, because I was working, she still has the ability to make an IRA contribution. So if you're under the age of 50, you have $6,000 you can contribute. If you're over the age of 50, you have $7,000 you can contribute to a traditional IRA and not have to pay the taxes on that money uh, right now. Again, you're technically taking a loan on that money that you got to pay back later. But I always tell people, it's it, when you're saving for retirement, you're actually saving for taxes. If you feel like you're in a higher bracket, like if you're in that 22, 24 or higher bracket, there's a good chance that when you retire, you're going to be in a lower bracket. So you want to be able to contribute that money. This is part of what we talk about when we do our class, our, our tax workshops uh, on these things as well, too. Uh, some other things people overlook is giving money to charity. Of course, you can always give money to charity. Uh, the United States is very generous. The state of Ohio is very generous as well, too. There's a lot of things that we do in the state of Ohio um, to better, uh, you know, you know, help our fellow man, I'll say. Uh, so there was an article in uh, Wallet Hub that ranked all 50 states in terms of their charitableness. Now, it's not only in terms of dollars and giving, but it's also in terms of volunteering and service because that is equally important in my opinion. And when you add all the scores up, Ohio actually ranked number nine overall. And wow. I can testify to that because, you know, I work on the board of the United Way here in Wayne and Holmes County, uh, which works with 23 different local charities and provides funding to them as well, too. Uh, and seeing how the community supports each other and works together, it's part of the reason why I try and give as much information out, whether I'm working with a financial nonprofit or even on the show and podcast. We want you to have information and knowledge because whether you're a client of mine or not, I want you to have confidence that you can go out there and enjoy your retirement. You know, it, 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 you never know how long it's going to last. You never know how much time you're going to have, but enjoy it while you can, because eventually you're either going to slow down or your health is going to make it to where you can't really go do as much out there. So we want people to have that fun time in the beginning of their retirement. It's why we do the clear retirement solution. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this segment here, uh, that is there to help give you a clear understanding of where you stand in terms of your readiness to retire. Even if you are retired already, it's there to help you see how long your money will last, what sort of taxes that you're going to be looking at, uh, as well as healthcare options, looking at legacy and how to leave money behind, how to pass on wealth to the next generation as well too, because uh, another tax break is gifting. People often overlook gifting yeah. and you know, nothing would, nothing would burn me more as I build a, and I tell clients this too, if, if I were to build a clear retirement solution that allowed someone to convert all of their money into Roth IRA efficiently to where when they die, there are no taxable assets in their portfolio when they die. It's all tax-free money that would pass. Well, that sounds great, but what if you do that 
and your wealth grows so much that you actually break into the estate taxes where you you have to pay taxes on your tax-free money when you yeah, die. Yeah, that, that's not you good. know. So that's that's the more detailed planning that we sure. do, the more in-depth planning that we do is looking at all these options and saying, what's the best way that you can maximize the wealth that you pass on while also trying to have confidence that you can go out there and enjoy yourself? Exactly. So if you want this no-cost, no-obligation, complimentary process that we call the Clear Retirement Solution, we take you through the process, help you understand where you're standing, but also what your options are for moving forward, all you need to do is call 330 330- 804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. Or you can visit us on the web at myprismwealth.com. But we're almost out of time today for the radio show. We still got the podcast segment coming up. We're going to talk a little bit more about when Social Security becomes taxable and understanding how Social Security works a little bit more for our podcast listeners. Remember, you can always check it out at myprismwealth.com. But thanks, as always, for tuning in. And we'll check you next time on the Wealth of Ohio show. Stay tuned for more of the Wealth of Ohio podcast. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Prism Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prism Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. And welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. This is the bonus segment uh, for our podcast listeners. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Robert Dodaro. And Robert, great show today. Um, Really good. Now, you said in our uh, bonus segment here, you wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, how much of our Social Security we can expect to be taxed or in what situation it's taxed. What can you tell us about that? <clears throat> yeah, so we uh, we talk quite a bit about uh, Social Security becoming taxable on the show. So I at least wanted to give our podcast listeners uh, the information on when it becomes taxable. So we talk quite a bit about this in the Social Security workshops that we do. But you um, you know you have to learn in retirement. It's all about how you count income because there are several different ways you can count income. Social Security will count your income one way. Income taxes will count your mother uh, money another way. And even uh, Medicare will count your money in a different way. So it gets very confusing. This is part of the landmines that we mentioned, the government places around you and the tax booby traps that they put yeah, around you. Yeah, you want to avoid those. Yeah. 
Yeah, as best as you can. I mean, there's no guarantee you're always going to avoid it, right? Like, I mean, the government is really good about laying traps all around you. So provisional income is what you have to understand for Social Security. So your provisional income is all of the money you made. So all of the money you made, whether it was from your pension, whether it was uh, from working, whether it was from drawing from your traditional IRAs, uh, dividends, even your tax-free dividends count towards your provisional income. So I was just, I just tell people, just add up all your income, like everything that you made during the year, and then take half of your social security. So you count everything except for social security, and then add half of your social security to that number. Now, if you are an individual in retirement and drawing social security, and your provisional income goes above $25,000, then up to half of your social security can now be counted as taxable income. So you have to watch out for that as wow. well too. Yeah. Once you cross $34,000, then it becomes up to 85% of your benefit taxable. So what I it's not like when you're an individual and you cross 25,000, all of a sudden half of your social security is treated as taxable income. So and, and let me be clear here. I'm not saying that half of your Social Security goes away to taxes. I'm saying half of your Social Security counts as income that you must pay taxes on in there as well, too. So um, that please understand that. But for a married couple, instead of 25 and 34, it's 32 and $44,000. So I like to remind people in the workshops that these numbers have not been adjusted for inflation once since they were created in the early 80s by Ronald Reagan. So not once have they ever been adjusted. Wow. And so when you're when you're listening to those presidential debates or politicians get up there and talk about Social Security and how to protect it and all those things, normally you'll hear them say something that they are for means testing Social Security. Okay. And vocabulary is very important. I stress this to people all the time. Well, what does means testing Social Security mean? Well, it means that the wealthier people of society don't get to keep as much of their Social Security. So if you're wealthy, you don't need as much Social Security, the government's going to take some back from you. But they can't just dock your paycheck or anything on Social Security like that. So they created this formula for uh, means testing, which is the tax rates we just talked about. So why is vocabulary important? Because if you were just listening to a politician, he would say, well, I'm for the wealthy not keeping as much of their Social Security. And most people would agree with that. They'd say, yeah, wealthy people don't need that. Then the obvious question would become, who's wealthy, right? Who's, who's the wealthy people you're talking <laughs> right, about in right. here? Because in retirement, if you are drawing Social Security and you are an individual, you are officially wealthy when you are making $25,000 per year. So congratulations. You are wealthy. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, and if you're a married couple making more than 32000 with half your Social Security counting towards that number, well, congratulations. You are also wealthy in retirement. So, um, yeah, that, that definition hasn't changed in a very, very long time. So it's a way for the government to get more of the money back that they are paying out and then reallocate that to other forms of income. 
Honestly, if you uh, adjusted those things for income uh, or for for just inflation over the last 35 years, uh, those numbers would be dramatically different. You'd be talking about uh, 65,000 and 89,000, you know, 65 for individuals and 89 for married couples uh, that you'd have to cross before money. Any of your social security would be counted as taxable. But they don't do that. You know, that's that's their way of making social security more solvent. So Again, this is why you have to understand Social Security and taxes, because the more you make in retirement, the, the not only are you paying the, the taxes on the IRA or 401k withdrawals, you're also paying extra taxes on your Social Security. So there's very important strategies in here to understand, and I, I go through a lot of this with my clients, and we, we talk quite a bit about this. So. This is one reason why you delay Social Security, if you can, because if you don't have that Social Security money, then you can spend from your traditional IRA without paying those extra taxes. Uh, as I mentioned, I have clients who are on Social Security drawing from their IRA, and even though they're in the 12% tax bracket, because of the extra taxes on Social Security, they're actually paying 18 to 22% tax rate wow. on their IRA withdrawals, even though they're in the 12% oh, tax no. bracket. That's not I know it, it, it's such a racket in there. And, and, and you're like, oh, big deal. They're paying a little bit extra in taxes. No, you don't understand. Look at it like you're taking an extra 5% of all the growth that you just made off of the top in there and how long it took you to make that extra money. So it, it magnifies how much of your money that you have lost and when your money actually stops growing. So it is very important. You know, people look at it like, and they'll say, oh, a 1% fee, that's a lot. Well, an extra 5% tax rate every year, that's substantial. If, if a 1% fee is substantial, extra 5% in taxes is definitely right. substantial. And that's why yeah, our listeners well, need too. to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services mm -hmm. professional who has uh, strategies and can put a plan in place to minimize that tax burden. And I wanted to throw out, there are actually states that tax Social Security as well. Now, oh, yeah. Ohio does not. Ohio thankfully. does not, we're, we're, fortunately, yeah. but you got to watch out where you retire. Um, mm -hmm. My home state of Minnesota does tax Social Security, which is why everybody's Ooh. flocking from here to, you know, places that don't like Florida and Arizona and the weather, of course. But yeah, I was going to say it has nothing yeah. to do with the weather, I'm sure. Not <laughs> it has all, to do so. with the weather, but taxes, too. Seriously, Minnesota is a high tax state. Uh, fortunately, Ohio does not tax Social Security, but just really quick, the states that do are Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Vermont, Utah, and West Virginia. Those states tax your Social Security. So not great states to retire in, unfortunately. No, and that's where you have to understand the rules and understand the game and, and understand these things because uh, in the end, you know, you owe this debt to the government. You know, when you look at your IRAs, your traditional four, in your 401ks, for every $100,000 you have in there, assume you owe fifteen dollars to $20,000 in taxes Yikes. Uh, in retirement on that. So, okay, add up how much money you owe to Uncle Sam. So let's just say in the end you owe Uncle Sam $80,000 in taxes over the rest of your life. All right. Well, and actually that's crudely putting it. It's actually quite more, but we'll just say $80,000. Um, Okay, doing things like Roth conversions, we always talk about them and planners should be talking with you about them, like taking money out of your traditional IRA, paying the taxes on it and moving it into a Roth IRA where it can grow tax-free moving forward. 
So you have to understand when it makes sense to do a Roth conversion and when it doesn't make sense to do a Roth conversion in there. And so a lot of times we help our clients understand that uh, you can't do it halfway, you can't do it part of the way or anything else along those lines. Um, when you do a Roth conversion, in the beginning, some of the money you're taking can be making your social security a little bit more taxable. But once you've reached the point where 85% of your social security is taxable, that penalty goes away and there's still more space in that 12% bracket where you can get money out. So I had a client last year, we ran the numbers and we said $50,000 is what you can convert. And if you convert $50,000, it is gonna cost you about $8,500 in taxes extra this year. You have to look at that $8,500 like you're paying off part of the loan of $80,000 to the government it makes sense for you to make an extra $8,500 payment on the $80,000 you owe to the government this year. That is the lowest rate you're gonna pay them. The lowest interest rate you can pay them right now is that. So he had money money in a, in a separate IRA that he managed himself. So he wanted to take the money out of there and he, he thought about it for a while and said, ah, I don't wanna do 50,000, I'm just gonna do 30,000. I'm more comfortable with that number. So he took the money out and, and, and called me in January and you know we, we, we finished the conversion. So the problem was what I showed him is him doing $30,000, he paid a tax rate of 20% on that $30,000. Okay, as where if he had done $50,000, he only would have paid a tax rate of 17% on all the money as well, too. So you can't go halfway with Roth. You either do them or you don't. And you have to know how to do them the right way. Otherwise, you're giving even more money away to the government while still thinking that you're, you know, you know, doing the right thing along the way. It's very complicated. It takes a little time to learn. And this is why you need professional help. This is why you need wealth management. You need a holistic approach to how you manage your money in retirement, not just someone who can tell you what mutual funds or anything else out there to use or what annuities or whatever product it may be that they're trying to use. You need someone who can help put the pieces together to help you understand how one piece of your retirement puzzle does impact the other side and you wanna make sure that you're not hurting yourself too much in retirement with these things. This is why we built the Clear Retirement Solution. It's why we, we use the technology that we do to help people see these numbers and understand the, 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 the direct implications of the decisions that they are making. This is why you delay Social Security. It's gonna save you $75,000 in taxes over your life and make it easier on your spouse when one of you passes away. Okay, right there. That, you know, Having clear answers for why you're doing the decisions and, and being able to quantify some of those. So if you're ready to start planning your retirement, if you're three to five years away, you know, call 330-804-0123. We'll get started on building your clear retirement solution in a no cost, no obligation appointment with me and either in our Worcester or Wadsworth office. You can also check us out on the web, myprismwealth.com. But that's about all the time we have for our show. Remember, you can always go to the website and listen to the show again if you missed out on any parts. Feel free to ask questions if you do. We're always there to help and learn. But thank you so much for turning into the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. We'll talk to you again next week.